I know Nate isn't here, but this is technically considered his 700 career win. Just would you fill in like that as head coach? Like, what does that mean to be a part of that milestone in his career? Well, I mean, you, you all know Coach McMillan, and to be a part of his legacy. Uh, the quality of person and the quality of coach that he is to be tagged with with that man that's uh that's a great honor so i'm i'm uh you know honored to be uh, a part of that so it's really cool nate gets win number 700 the hawks beat the pacers and we'll talk about it all right now on the hawks beat podcast kevin herder to get it in everyone standing at state farm arena herder looks Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander, he's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw, there's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast, Season 8, Episode 23. I'm your host, E-Dub, taking you through another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. However you stumbled onto the podcast, we appreciate you. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to uh to hang out, to kick it with us. You know, we're gonna talk a little Hawks basketball. We're talking about a win tonight. So you know those are always a little bit more fun than uh <laughs> than losing. Hawks go to Indiana and get a dub 114 to 111. A very important win for the Hawks man as uh, this is Nate McMillan's 700th career victory. So the sound you heard before the intro was assistant coach Chris Gent, who stepped in for Nate McMillan to coach. And uh, it was just a lot going on tonight, man. Nate wasn't on the sidelines, but he gets the victory. There's um, <laughs> a lot going on, man. So uh, let me get into this housekeeping and then we will get into the podcast. First things first, we want you guys to connect with us on our social media platforms. So make sure whatever social media platform that you're on, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, that you connect with us at HawksBeat. That's all one word. Give us a follow and uh, show us some love. We would greatly appreciate it. Also, um, we would love for you to subscribe to the podcast. We're always looking to get more subscriptions. So subscribe to the pod. And that way, whenever we drop something, you'll get a little ding in your email. Ding! And that will let you know that uh, we, we don't release some new heat. So make sure you subscribe and make sure while you're at it to give us a five-star rating. Because that really helps us out in the podcast community. <laughs> so uh, if you could do all those things for us, we would greatly appreciate it. So let's get on with the get on. Okay, so the Atlanta Hawks are in Indiana tonight to take on the Indiana Pacers. And uh, a few things going into tonight's game. Uh, of course, by now you've heard about the news with Gallo being out. Uh, Cam is kind of on a day-to-day type situation. 
but he was unable to go tonight as well. So, um, Timothy Lewu Cabarot stepped in, our guy that we know as TLC, stepped in tonight. And uh, for what it's worth, I thought he did good work, man. I thought he did good work, solid work, uh, eight points. I thought he was solid on both sides of the ball. Um, we'll talk about him a little bit later, but uh, Coach McMillan uh, was isolating out of caution. So um, his son, who is uh, one of the assistant coaches, uh, Jamel McMillan, uh, he entered health and safety protocols. And I believe uh, the two were probably hanging out or, or close together. So out of caution, uh, Nate McMillan thought it was best for him to isolate. And um, so the coaching duties went to Chris Gent, who is a longtime assistant coach in this league. Uh, looked very comfortable on the sidelines. Looked like he knew what he was doing. And uh, it was kind of dope because even though he wasn't coaching, he still gets credit for the win. And 700 wins is a it is a great milestone. And it is a great accomplishment. Like 700 wins. Like, <laughs> let's think about this. Not 700 games. 700 wins. Like, do you know how many games you have to coach? to um get to 700 like i don't know man i just think that is a just a phenomenal accomplishment and it couldn't happen to a better more classy guy and um salute to nate mcmillan man salute to him on win number 700 so just another fyi um, Nate is number 19 on the all-time wins list. Like, 19. Like, like, there's only 18 other people in the history of this game that have more wins than him. Uh, of course, at the top, you got Don Nelson with 13-35. Uh, Popovich coming up on him. Like, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at the numbers, right? So, Popovich... Has 13-16, you know, he's third. Uh, he might could pass him this year. I mean, the Spurs looking a little shaky, but I think he can get about, you know, 20 or 30 more wins. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Doc Rivers, I'm, I'm looking at all the coaches who are um, still coaching. Doc Rivers is number 10. Uh, Rick Carlisle is number 15 with 845. And uh, there goes Nate at number 19 with... Um, 700 he is seven wins behind number 18 john mcleod so again man we just want to give big ups to nate mcmillan class guy uh enjoy talking with him when we can and uh just just big ups to him for game for winning uh 700 um again uh bogey and cameras out today again any other news um a kongwu Okongwu was getting some work in in Indiana. I saw some game film. Well, not some game. Just like some practicing. uh, Getting up and down the court. Saw him running in Indiana. So, word on the street is that he made get some G League time in. And I think the time period is uh, around the same time with Bogey. So, maybe we're looking at kind of maybe like a two-week 
uh, a two-week uh, time span where we might see a Kongu back in the lineup, which would be much appreciated. <laughs> much appreciated. I, I know that uh, some of the natives are growing restless with Gorgie Jang. And listen, Gorgie was brought in as a third-string center. Like, you know, he was a third. He brought, brought in as a third-string guy. And he was... He was he's a fill a hole guy. You know, he he's he, he's 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 not a solution. You know, he's just kinda look, we need a guy who's a vet and who can come in and do some things and that's why he was brought in. Okongu's is the backup center for now. So uh it will be nice to see Okongu come back and uh get back into the swing of things. So so we wish him a speedy recovery. We're gonna take a quick little break on the other side going to get into the game flow what do we see who balled out who was the player of the game uh going to go over our game notes all that jazz you know how we normally do in the second segment you're listening to the Hawksbeat podcast episode 23 it's your man e-dub we'll be right back this segment is brought to you by manscaped hey guys what's up it's e-dub I know you guys have heard our Manscaped read by now, and I'm here to tell you, listen, it's not too late to get that below-the-belt trim that some of you are in desperately need of. Listen, Manscaped not only has top-of-the-line waterproof trimmers to keep the hedges nice and clean, but they also have boxers, lotions, colognes to have you feeling and smelling so fresh and so clean. So head over to manscaped.com, use our promo code HAWKSBEAT for 20% off your entire order and free shipping. Once again, that promo code is HAWKSBEAT for 20% off and free shipping. She'll be glad you did. All right, folks, we are back. Hawksbeat Podcast, episode 23, discussing a Hawks victory over the Indiana Pacers. Um, a total team win tonight. Uh, Trey did pace everybody with 33. Uh, was it 33? Let me take a look. At it. Yeah, 33 and 10. And uh, had, had some milestones. Had some milestones, man. Uh, it said, um, where was it? I'm looking at the Hawks PR. Trey has... Uh, Scored 30 or more points in five straight games. The longest 30-plus scoring streak in the NBA this season. So, shout-out to Trey, man. And uh, there was another there was another record he passed. It had something to do with Larry Bird as far as, like, numbers, number of 30 and 10 games. Uh, 30 points, 10 assists. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll look down the Hawks PR page and... Uh, I'll find that as well, but yeah, man, a lot, a lot of good stuff in there, man. A lot of good stuff. Also, Trey, um, earlier in the first quarter, he eclipsed uh, assists number two thousand in his career. Uh, that makes him the fifth youngest player uh, in NBA history to reach that mark, and the sixth fastest in uh, in terms of the NBA. So, I mean, look, look, we we can go all night talking about these. <laughs> these uh, records and stuff. Let's talk about the game. Let's get into the game. All right. So, um, TLC gets to start tonight in Bogey's case. Uh, Kevin Herter um, came out guns a blazing. <laughs> so, uh, the, the Hawk starters were, were Trey, Kevin, TLC, John, and Clint. And I, 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 I'm going to tell you what. I like throwing TLC into the starting lineup, man. 
I really liked it tonight. Um, he's a vet. He's been here before. He knows what it's seen. He knows what it looks like. And um, I like what you I like what you got out of him. But um, Kevin Herter was the guy who got things going, man. Twelve points in that first quarter. He was five for five. Hit both of his three balls and uh, twelve points. You know. Here's my thing with Kevin, or as some people call him, Kayvon. <laughs> my thing is this, bro. You start 12 points in that first quarter, you don't need to be in and out with 19 points. Like, that's some Seth Curry type stuff. I think that's the type of player Seth Curry is. And I always bang on Seth Curry about that. Like, if he gets hot, you know that he's probably just going to flame out and he's probably not going to, you know, He's not going to finish the game with like 30 or 40. That's just not who he is. Now, his brother, on the other hand, if he gets hot, he may throw a 50 or 60 burner at you. There's just two types of players. But I would like to see Kevin sustain that shooting a little bit more. You know, he was five for five in that first quarter, and he only ended up taking six more shots over the course of three more quarters. But. I'm not knocking the guy. I'm just saying that I, I kind of would like to see a little bit more out of Kevin. I liked what I saw out of that first out of that first quarter. He took a lot of shots in rhythm. The Hawks as a whole just shot the hell out of the ball, like from the field and from three. Like they shot seven to eight from three point range. Like that's ridiculous. Like you knew that wasn't they weren't going to keep that up. But like if if you're going to start a game like that, that's one whale of a way, whale of a way to start a game. Uh, 38-29 after the first quarter. And um, Trey, you know, had a good first quarter himself. Nine points, three assists. And I just thought the Hawks really had came out with a lot of good energy on the road. And that's what you need when you're, when you're going into somebody's house, man. When you're going into somebody's house, um, that's exactly what you need. So, um, second quarter, you get you got a little bit of pushback from the Pacers. Like, look, man, this is a good basketball team, you know. Yes, they are like I think what nine fifteen or something like that. But um, they got some players, you know. Sabonis is an all star. Levert can get buckets. Brockton is a very good point guard in this league. Miles Turner, Miles Turner can cause problems. I really like the Chris Duarte kid, the rookie, and um, you know I, this is a good basketball team, right? This isn't no slouch. So um, they showed tonight they have a lot of fight. And uh, second quarter, they put up that fight. You know, they outscored the Hawks by one in the quarter. Typical second quarter, you know, they, they really just kind of go back and forth. And um, I don't I don't really have anything notable as far as, like, you know, notes or anything. But it was just kind of a back and forth as far as the quarter was concerned. But going into the half, Hawks got to feel a little bit good about themselves, right? Like, you're going into the half, 65 to 57. You've been shooting the ball really deep really good like (laughs) like i don't know the true shooting numbers in the first half but you shot 59 percent from the field and the 66 from three and uh that's pretty daggone good so you got to feel good about yourself coming into the third quarter up 65 to 57 the backcourt of kevin herter and trey young 15 points apiece and i tell you what was really good lou will giving you 11 off the bench right so if you've listened to my podcast, you know how important I talk about how important it is for the Hawks to have at least two guys off the bench to give you double figures. You know, usually Gallo and Cam on most of those nights. Cam wasn't there tonight. Lou stepped it up, right? That's what you have to do. You know, 
you have to step up. And everybody kind of realized that. DeLon Wright, he had nine points at halftime. You know, I thought he had good minutes in that first half. These are the things that you're going to have to do when you have guys out. Right? Because, listen, everybody in the league has injuries. Everybody in the league has guys going down. You know, LeBron's out. I mean, uh, all of these teams have dealt with injuries, you know. That's why you got to have some depth. Like, And I'm not talking about depth as far as, like, the seventh and eighth guy. I'm talking about depth as far as, like, the 10, 11, and 12 guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, tonight you got to see exactly why Travis went out and got a DeLon Wright and why they kept Lou Will around. And um, I thought they showed some value tonight, both of those guys. So going in the third quarter, the Pacers really kicked back. You know, they won that third that quarter 31-22. to 22, And you had Miles Turner go off a little bit. Brogdon starts going off a little bit. Both of those guys had uh, double figures in the third quarter. And I thought the third quarter was kind of like Trey Young and really not much of anybody else. <laughs> um, Trey had 11 points in the quarter, five and nine shooting, and I think that's kind of where he peaked. Uh, he did not have a good fourth quarter, but uh, that third quarter is pretty sensational. <laughs> five and nine shooting, he missed both of his threes, and he had this one play where he dropped off. I don't know if it was Levert that was guarding him or whoever was guarding him. Hit him with the cross like two or three times. Bing, 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 bing. Step back and just jade him. And it was funny because I was watching the replay. And one of the guys in the Pacers bench like kind of covered his face like, ooh, like, yeah. That's when you know you got somebody. When you cross him over, hit him with the J, and somebody on his own team says, ooh, like, that's what you go for, right? But uh, Hawks, that 12-point lead evaporated, and I didn't think it was a big deal that the lead evaporated. Some people did on Twitter, but again, if you've listened to my podcast, you understand what I think and how I feel about leads in the NBA. Fool's gold. Fool's gold, especially if you have leads in the first half. But that 12-point lead was swallowed up. Pacers, like any good basketball team. Went on a run, um, a 17-4 run, swallowed that thing up, (laughs) swallowed that thing up. But uh, Gallo hit some big shots toward the end of the third quarter, and he starts the fourth quarter with a huge three-pointer. And up until this point, Gallo was was kind of like, uh, what are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? And Gallo has those moments, right? Gallo has those moments where you're like, oh, man. Like, if he's not making shots, it's really tough to see him out there. I'm going to be honest with you. If he's not making shots, it's really tough to be him out to see him out there. But I thought that he competed tonight. You know, I thought he, he when he got like Gallo, here's the thing I like about Gallo. Gallo's going to shoot that thing. Like, here's the thing. Like, he can, he can be like one for 12. If he's open, there's no hesitation. And I admire him about that. Like, you know, sometimes the shots kind of drive you crazy. But I admire the fact that, yo, man, he's going to shoot it and he's not going to think twice about it. But hits two huge threes to, um, you know, kind of keep it close at the end of the third. So the league gets swallowed up. 
Pacers go up one going into the final stanza. And that fourth quarter, man, it was a doozy. My God, it was a doozy. Um, I don't know if Trey Young was just out of gas or um, he was kind of pressing too much. Even though he had seven points total in the quarter, um, I didn't think that he had a really good quarter. Um, He played like the last seven, almost eight minutes. Uh, took some bad shots. It took some shots that he probably can make, but like I didn't really like the shot selection. I would be honest with you. I didn't really like the shot selection. Uh, I thought at times he was kind of trying to play hero ball, and sometimes, listen, when you're when you're a star, you're gonna have nights like that. You're gonna have nights where you're gonna try to play hero ball, and some nights it's gonna work, and some nights it's not gonna work. Tonight it didn't work for him. So you know it is what it is. But I thought the other guys lifted him up. Kevin Herter had a huge, um, I thought Kevin Herter, Herter played good in the fourth quarter. John Collins, I think John played good the whole entire game, and I'm just now talking about him. Like, John had three, let me see, how many blocks did he have total? I know, like, in the first half, he had three. So, he ended up with four blocks, 14 points, four blocks, and, uh, let's see, three rebounds. I thought he had more rebounds than that, but look. John played a really good game, man. John played a really good game. He was a team high plus 22. I liked what I saw out of John tonight, like on both sides of the court. This is about to be just like the John Collins stand podcast, right? Because I'm always talking about John Collins. He was playing some really good basketball this year, man, like for real or for real. Um, I really like what I saw out out of John Collins. Wasn't Clint Capella's best night tonight? But I thought he had value, you know. He had some big. He had a really big, pick, a really good putback in the fourth quarter. Uh, what was that? Because I had that in my notes. Fourth quarter. Let's see. Putback. Yes, one hundred six left. Right. And here's the thing. I don't know if it was a putback or if Trey was really trying to pass it to him off the glass. Right. So the Hawks are up by three with like a minute and a like a minute and six left. Right. Trey, you know, goes around this man. Center comes over to help with the double team to block the shot. Trey puts it high off the glass. So I don't know if he was trying to shoot it like in tracks that's trying to make the shot or if he was just throwing it up, knowing that Clint's going to be there. Clint catches it off the glass. Bink, bink. Those you know throws it down. Hawks are up five with one oh six left, right? So um <laughs> listen, if you watch the game, you know like these last two minutes were just crazy. Like they were just crazy. Um Trey <laughs> gets the ball back and I think it was like thirty Hawks are up by one, right? Hawks are up by one. 30 seconds left. Trey, you know, does a little bit too much dribbling. I thought John comes up to set the pick and roll. He rolls, and Trey doesn't hit him. Like, and that bothers me. Like, and we'll talk about this in another podcast. And maybe we'll talk about it after a loss. But listen, I'm tired of John Collins not getting these fourth quarter looks, these fourth quarter touches, man. John was rolling to the hoop, man. Come up off that ball. Come up off that ball, man. Y'all talk about how much y'all trust each other. Listen, trust John to make a play. Like, trust him to make a play. So, he holds on to the ball. Dribbles a little bit too much. Bink, 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 bink. Loses the ball. 
and uh, who who I think I don't know if it was it was Chris Duarte, running back. Um, at first, it looked like Kevin Herter got the block. Of course, the Pacers going to say that he fouled him, but you know, in today's NBA, they don't really call fouls. He misses the bunny. Hawks get the board. They got a foul. Trey hits the free throws, and then it's academic. Hawks go up 111 to 114. Brogdon heaves a 49 like foot shot at the buzzer and almost makes it. Like that was a crazy thing. Like he almost wakes it. And the Hawks escape 111 to 114. Really good win. Really good game for the Hawks. And uh, again, salute to Nate McMillan on win number 700. So. We're going to take a quick break on the other half. On the other side, we are going to uh, hit that third segment, man, third and final segment. Uh, We're going to hear a little bit from Coach Gent. Uh, We're going to read some of your tweets and some of your thoughts and takeaways as far as the game is concerned. And we'll take a look at the Hawks schedule and a little bit more. And then we'll put the put a little bow on this podcast and we'll get up out of your hair. So you're listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast, episode 23. It's your hope. It's your man, E-Dub. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to you by Dow Family Wellness, the official chiropractor of the Hawks Beat Podcast. If you are experiencing any type of back pain, neck pain, or pain pain, go see our guy, Dr. Rick. Ask him about the Hawks Beat Special, which includes a consultation, digital scans, and an adjustment for just $37. Just tell him E-Dub from the Hawks Beat sent you. That's Dowell Family Wellness. Check out their banner at thehawksbeat.com or call Dr. Rick, 470-395-3478. That's 470-395-3478. Visit Dowell Family Wellness. Tell them Hawks Beat sent you. All right, folks, third and final segment, Hawksby Podcast, episode 23. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to hang out with your boy as we talk Atlanta Hawks basketball. Um, let's get some sights and sounds, man. So let's get some sounds from Coach Gent, who was filling in for Nate McMillan tonight. Let's hear a little bit about what he had to say after the game. So that was Coach Gent talking about Trey Young, of course. Uh, Trey with the fabulous night. Even though I, I, I don't think he had the best fourth quarter, uh, didn't really end it out that well. But 13 and 27, uh, 33 points, 10 assists. Um, getting some rebounds tonight, too, man. Seven boards. You know, like, that's crazy, right? I mean, I'm not sorry. Eight boards. Let me not shortchange my guy, right? 13 points, 10 assists, eight boards, man. Two rebounds away from a triple dub. And, uh, yeah, I, th- I thought Trey was really good tonight, man. And, listen, 
these are one of those nights where the guy that you have is the best player on the court. Like some nights you're going to have some nights you're going to win and you're going to be like, you know what? The difference in this game was that we had number 11 and they didn't. Right. Like and that's the difference that certain superstars uh, bring to your team. So let's hear a little bit more from Coach Gent about what he had to say. I think you have some sound about uh, TLC. So let me see if I can cue that for you. That was Coach Gent talking about TLC. He's like, look, man, this dude ain't no rookie. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's he's been here. He's done this before, you know. Uh, again, 25 minutes for TLC, 8 points, 3 boards, 2 assists. Um, he was a negative one, but I thought that he played really good on both sides of the ball. You know, he had, to, he had a big 3, I think, in the second half uh, with a hand in his face. I was like, okay, TLC. Like, you know, definitely he's probably his best game as a Hawk. Uh, it's not really saying much because he's been playing nothing but garbage time. But, uh, yeah, man, I mean, you could do worse other than TLC. So, um, I, I was pleased with his performance tonight, man. Pleased with his performance. Um, I'm going to go to one more. I got one more sound clip I want to play from Coach Gent. Talking a little bit about our guy, Kayvon Kevin Herter. Let me get that queued up for you. So that was Kench, uh, Coach Gent talking about Kevin Herter. Uh, just saying, look, man, like this dude has played a long time with Trey. You know, they came in together. They got a lot of experience, especially that first year. Because, look, Coach Pierce ain't had nobody else to throw out there. So they, 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 they play really well together. And uh, it's good to see Kevin in a groove. It's good to see him, you know, find that synergy. Like like Coach said, like Kevin's a rhythm player, you know. And it was just good to see him see him do well um, <clears throat> tonight in tonight's game. Uh, Kevin, Kevin, of course, finishing with 19 points. I wanted to see him go off a little bit more. I want to see him get a little bit more shots. Uh, come fourth quarter, man, I have – I have uh, I, I, I like Kevin, and, and the time that I ride Kevin, I, the times that I ride Kevin is when I want him to shoot the ball more, shoot that thing, Kevin. I like seeing Kevin shoot, man. But uh, good game, nevertheless, from Kevin. Um, Kevin Herter, somebody put a stat out there. I think it was Mike Conti. Uh, Kevin Herter as a starter. The Hawks are nine and two with him in the starting lineup. Uh, he's averaging thirteen points. 
55% from the field, 49% from three, three boards, and two assists. So uh, Kevin Herter in the starting lineup is not necessarily a bad thing. It's actually, it's been a very good thing for the Atlanta Hawks. So, um, yeah, so that's the sound from the Hawks um, coaching staff. And uh, I don't have any sound from the players tonight, but. It's just going to have to be all right. So <laughs> let's go to what you guys had to say. So here's the thing. If you guys follow us on Twitter, you know that I always ask after the game, hey, what are your thoughts, your takeaways from tonight's game? I, I like to pose some questions and just kind of get a feel of what you guys think. So let me just kind of go into my mentions and see what you guys had to say after tonight's game. My guy Donnell Suggs. Sucks Ryder said, great team win. The bench was awesome tonight. Trey Young, at minimum, is a top 10 player in the league. Yeah, I can, I can, I can co-sign that, you know. I haven't done, like, you know, the top 10. But, like, yeah, I can, I can go ahead and sign that. You know, I'll go ahead and sign off on that. Appreciate you for checking us out. Uh, my guy, Donnell, I got to have you on, man. Uh, Joshua Fletcher says, best non-guaranteed contract in the league. He's talking, of course, about TLC. He said he played like a starter on both ends of the court. So, yeah. Um, Whisper2000 on Twitter says, keep Solo out of all rotations. (laughs) You can talk about my guy Solo like that, man. That's cold-blooded. Cold-blooded. He said, JC has to be an all-star this year, and TLC is better than I ever realized. Good team win. So, yeah. Um, the one good one says his player of the game was Trey. And uh, let's see if there's anything else in here. Um, I think that is about it. So, yeah. Appreciate you guys for checking us out. Uh, for uh, all of the uh, responses and all, it's always good to hear you guys' feedback, man. Y'all, y'all keep it real. Y'all keep it real. I appreciate y'all. Uh, anything else? Let's look at the schedule. So, where do the Hawks go from here? Let me see if uh, let me pull up. Let me pull up the standings real quick and see if there's been any movement tonight in the standings. All right, before we get up out of here, let's take a quick look. At the Eastern Conference, see where the Hawks match up. So, uh, currently after tonight's win, they are 12-10, and 10, which right now is good enough for 8th in the East. Of course, there's still a ton of basketball left, but um, let's just have some fun with it. Alright, so we got the Nets, Bulls, and Wizards at the top of the East. Nets, Bulls, Wizards, and the Bucks. Uh, don't look now, man. The Milwaukee Bucks have won seven straight games. They are uh, probably one of the hottest teams in the East. Actually, the hottest team in the East. Uh, they've won. They're on a seven-game winning streak, man. So watch out. Uh, Bucks got the four seed. The Heat and the Hornets are the five and the six. Uh, not Charlotte. Cleveland. Cleveland is the seven seed. Hawks are the eight. Celtics and Knicks rounding out the nine and the ten. On the outside looking in are the Philadelphia 76ers, Toronto Raptors, Indiana Pacers, Orlando Magic, and the Detroit Pistons. So that is the standings right now as we see it um, as far as what the Hawks have coming up next. So tonight, sure they flew out 
of uh let's see it's Wednesday now. Yeah, they probably got on the plane tonight. They probably got out there tonight. Um they will be back on Friday to take on the Philadelphia 76ers. Seven thirty at State Farm Arena. Sunday, matinee basketball, my favorite. Listen, I love these six o'clock games. Why? Because it's over at a good time. I can get everything done and get to bed at a decent time. Hawks, Hornets, Lamelo back in the building. Uh, Sunday and then Monday, you got a back. No, not yeah. Monday, you got a back to back on the road. Uh, you're taking on the Minnesota Timberwolves. So Sixers, Hornets, and Wolves are the next three games up for the Atlanta Hawks. So make sure you stay tuned to the Hawks beat. Connect with us on all of our social media platforms. Make sure you subscribe to the pod. And, 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 and make sure you swing by and give us five stars on the Apple Podcast rating. If you haven't done it, go ahead and do it right now. I'll wait for you. Okay, I'm playing. Um, But listen, thank you guys for checking out the Hugsby Podcast. We appreciate all of your support. Um, Yeah, so like we always say, man, God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him. Show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.